This is WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Now, here's your host, Wes Bleed. Thanks, Stacy, and hello from WQA Radio, where we discuss what's important in water treatment and filtration, now available on Google Play, iTunes, and Stitcher. This is podcast number 37. Coming up on WQA Radio. This is a significant catastrophe for uh, Texas, um, uh, but uh, the outpouring of uh, support, uh, both in, in man hours and people and in money and donations of things as critical as drinking water, um, have been outstanding. That's former WQA President Don McGee in Texas following Hurricane Harvey. WQA's Government Affairs Director David Loveday and I talk with Don about water quality issues in Texas after the massive storm. Later, David and I discuss the prospect of door-to-door scams following a hurricane, and I'll have some tips on how to prepare for Hurricane Irma. Remember, we want your ideas for future podcasts. Contact me with your topics or suggestions at wbleed at wqa.org. Coming up, our conversation with Don McGee. And we're first going to go to Texas and talk with former WQA President Don McGee, who's been in Texas uh, throughout the uh, the storm and the aftermath of Hurricane Harvey. Don, first of all, thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you. It's good to talk with you, Wes. All right, give us a, a sense, Don. First of all, our, our heartfelt well wishes go out, obviously. Uh, thoughts and prayers to the folks in Texas who are still recovering. Uh, give us your sense of where things are as we as we speak. Um, well, the current situation is so we're we're now um, more than a week removed from the major impact as it hit the Houston area, uh, having first gone through the area um, uh, to the east of Corpus Christi up through Rockport and Aransas Pass, where there was great devastation moving up through the areas of Victoria and into Central Texas. Uh, that w- these areas were significantly impacted as the storm moved slow and dumped um, copious amounts of water. Uh, the the impact that it had to me was on the east of San Antonio side. We only had about 12 inches of water, but I have uh, friends and family in Houston who experienced um, uh, rainfalls in excess of uh, 40 inches, so very significant over a very brief period of time. Uh, the current situation is most of the major rivers have, have peaked uh, at the tail end of last week. Um, and water's receding. That problem moved towards Beaumont. They'll, they're the last to be uh, seeing the water recede out of Beaumont. Uh, this is a significant catastrophe for uh, Texas, um, uh, but uh, the outpouring of uh, support, uh, both in, in man hours and people and in money and donations of things as critical as drinking water, um, have been outstanding, and it's, um, it's a situation like this that... Um, really makes us appreciate uh, what we have here in Texas and the way people respond to it. But this is a devastating storm, and it's going to have repercussions for a long time. Don, now that the uh, water, the storm, is, the first action was always going to be bottle water, get water to people that need it, because a lot of times the water treatment facilities are, are, are affected. Now that the water is receding, what do you see as the next most uh, big step for the recovery effort in both in uh, Houston and in Bo- uh, Beaumont? Well, the first thing for folks to ascertain is, uh, were they under a uh, boil alert? This is a notification that's sent out by their local water supply 
um, um, company. It may be a utility or a company in Texas. And that boil water alert says that the water may be, may be compromised. And so that if you're going to consume that water, that and consuming it means you're going to drink it, you're going to use it to brush your teeth or to cook food, that you should boil that water first. Uh, the other choice, of course, is to use bottled water uh, if it is available, and that's what you want to do for that water uh, that's going to be consumed. Now, remember that only about 1% of the water that we use at our homes is actually used for consumption. So that other 99% of that water, if you have it available and, and your systems are working, can still be used for washing things out, rinsing things that aren't going to be used potably for bathing and taking showers during that alert period. Now, if there was, if you've been informed by your local water utility, water supplier, that they was more significantly compromised, which is what's occurred in some of the areas east of San Antonio towards Beaumont, then there are greater concerns. And David, that is when you have to consider, are there actions I need to take as a homeowner um, to protect the integrity of my piping system in my house, my appliances that use water, that type of thing, to protect them? Then we have, a, those are from folks who get water from a central supply. Then we have the issue of well, those folks who are on well water and whether they need to take specific action if their well was inundated to protect their, their home. And the answer to that question right there, if your well was inundated, there is action you need to take before you can trust that water for, most importantly, bacterial contamination uh, and if there was any local sources of potential chemical contamination. And in Texas, especially East Texas, we have those potentials. Don, a last question for you. Uh, what do you think anticipate some of the longer-term issues and needs are down the road, maybe several months, in fact, but just uh, down the road, what can you foresee? Well, Texas has been, um, unfortunately, a recipient of storms like this over and over again. So a lot of folks in Texas know how to deal with it. Uh, we have folks who are stripping carpet and sheetrock and furniture out of their houses, and they're going to be dealing with those immediate needs for housing, uh, how to make their houses safe to stay in, getting the houses dried out. And during that period of time, they know they can get bottled water. There's still some short resources in groceries and gasoline in parts of Texas, and they're going to be dealing with that. What comes now are the things that are related. Some of those are water-related. So we start worrying about water-related diseases, uh, waterborne things that can occur, mosquito outbreaks. And, and we're, we're down in Texas, and we get things like dengue fever and, and the Zika virus, so we're going to worry about things like that. But those are things that municipalities and local governments are going to be advising people on. And we at the WQA would say, just be aware of your water situation. Take those steps that you can take to ensure that your water is safe. And pay attention to what your local water provider is saying, because they do a really good job at providing good, safe water uh, to folks in the state of Texas. And we just have to make sure we do our part to just ensure that, um, that our own homes are safe. They deliver it to the meter. Take care of what you have at your house by taking appropriate measures to make sure your water is safe. All right, well said, and thank you very much for joining us with this update from Texas. That's immediate past president Don McGee, immediate past president of the Water Quality Association. Don, thank you. Thank you, Wes. All right, uh, David, as we have heard Don talk about the immediate and more long-term nature of this situation, you know, another 
situation that we want to be aware of and we want to make sure members are aware of as well as the public are these door-to-door scams that we've been seeing all summer long and now they could probably uh, appear down in Texas as well. Well, Texas was one of the areas that was heavily hit by this scam this summer, especially in the Houston area where people were going door-to-door representing themselves as employees of the Water Quality Association and offering free tests uh, that the WQA was paying for, which we don't go door to door, door. So it was clearly something that was a concern to us and a concern to the Attorney General's office in Florida and to the Better Business Bureau. Right. We've been in touch with the Better Business Bureau. We've been in touch with Attorney General's offices around uh, the country in various states because it's not just Texas. But because this has happened in Texas and ultimately down in Florida, uh, we could probably see that as well. We're just it, we're just wanting to make sure we call attention to the problem. Let people know this is out there if people are coming door to door it's not necessarily going to be somebody who has your best interest in mind right if they again if they identify themselves as as an employee of the water quality association we do not send people door to door so the best thing for people to do if they're looking and they have concern about their water either go to the water quality association find a water professional or they can go to the state association both in texas and florida have very good websites up they can go to both of them and they can click on find a member uh, of both of those state associations. And these people are, are reputable, are professional, and have some, tr- have some training and education behind them so they can feel comfortable that they're getting the best people. All right, that's David Loveday, Government Affairs Director, with us here on the WQA Radio Podcast. And now our WQA tip with Hurricane Irma approaching. Here are some important tips to keep in mind that we've posted at our crisis response blog. Consider filling reusable containers with filtered tap water if bottled water is unavailable at area stores. In addition to having plenty of bottled water, authorities recommend residents preparing for a hurricane have several days of food for each family member along with food for pets. Don't forget the pets. Additional supplies to gather before the storm include prescription medications, extra batteries, a battery-powered or hand-cranked radio, flashlights, blankets, clothing, and a first aid kit. We've got more tips and resources at our crisis response blog, response.wqa.org. And remember, you can donate to Hurricane Relief. Go to wqa.org and click on the link to donate to the Red Cross. Thanks for listening to WQA Radio. You can subscribe on Google Play, iTunes, and Stitcher. This is Westbleed. So long from WQA Radio. You've been listening to WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Learn more about WQA's Gold Seal product certification, professional education and certification, find certified products and water treatment providers, and find out how you can become a member, all at wqa.org. Thanks for listening.